Dr. West, we we saw each other last year at Sioux Sun City. You were talking about artificial intelligence, and then the chat GPT rage hit. Great timing. What have you seen as far as changes because of this popularity of people starting to get more involved in in AI? Uh, have you gotten more requests? What have, what are the changes that you've seen since uh, last year at Sioux Sun City? I'm going to... That's really, really great question. I'm going to give you three different answers for that. Um, one is that um, we're seeing more um, more brains on a chip, neuromorphic technology. This is a chip, actually, I just got last Friday that we're going to be checking out for um, its ability to do detecting different kinds of sensor activity. And the idea is, is that it's meant to be constructed by something called a liquid state network, which is supposed to emulate cortex. So more hardware implementations of brain-inspired um, uh, concepts. Two, I think we're seeing a lot more work being done to put empathy in uh, in chatbots, that we're learning to extract subtle cues of emotion, subtle cues of empathy um, within the string of words, within the response to words. And there's actually a group at University of Washington who's doing some really, uh, really interesting work. The idea is that it is meant to be a surrogate for some kinds of one-on-one -on -one counseling. And there's never a complete surrogate for a human, but there are certain people who might not want to go talk to um, a person for whatever reasons of, uh, of, of safety or, or that they might uh, um, that they might feel and to be able to type something online and to have it respond to them in a way that isn't predictable you know like oh i'm sorry you feel that way or just parroting back right so there's an art to that um and what they're picking up on is how is it that you read a person maybe you're uh, picking up a little bit their attachment uh, style the way that they put, they use language and you're subtly changing the way that the chat is parroting back at you uh, to be a little bit more supportive. It, it's definitely getting uh, getting better and better in its ability to uh, to trick um, you into believing it, it's actually a human. So that would be two, the addition of emotion and empathy into the responses that we're getting from these algorithms. The third thing I'm seeing <clears throat> is there is this big boom wants to use artificial neural networks now to make predictions about the brain. So we've got a whole lot of EEG data that's now online. And there are two different camps. One, we've got the pure computer scientists who are very excited about BCI. Oh my goodness, these kids are all over Reddit. And you know, they, how, do I, how do I get into this field? Questions all the time. So they'll go and they'll take the data and they'll put it into an algorithm. But the problem that I'm noticing is that they don't understand the problem domain, right? So they, and they're predicting eye blinks and they're predicting EMG. And what I think needs to happen is this matures is a greater conversation between domain experts, clinicians who know how to interpret, and these people that have these wonderful technical skills.